0: Now Now betting betting for the sports sports animal, animal. your Your afternoon afternoon drive. Number Number two, men men on, Van Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And And in the on-deck circle, circle, Amarie Castillo. Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow.
1: I cannot wait to go to the Super Bowl. Already booked a, Already booked on this program is Tony Khan, the owner of AEW Pro Wrestling. That is a big deal. Okay. To you. Well, he's a billionaire. Ah. Uh. And his father owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh. And an article came out today where an employee, Amit Patel, a mid-level finance manager, has pleaded guilty to stealing $22 million through virtual credit card systems. The Jaguars used for expenses. Sources with knowledge of the case told ESPN that Patel lost about $20 of the funds on daily fantasy sports bets on FanDuel. Which had assigned him a VIP host. He lost about a million on DraftKings. Patel transferred money directly from the team VCC to FanDuel. The sources familiar with the situation said discussions are ongoing amongst FanDuel and the Jaguars. (laughs) But. It's not looking as if FanDuel is willing to give them a settlement.
2: <laughs> Hold on. Where's that extra two milli? Let's, let's address that first. He stole 22 milli, and he only lost 20 on FanDuel? Where's that other two?
1: FanDuel said this. Are you ready? Quote, the way we see it, we got this money fair and square. It's not our problem that we have to forfeit it back to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> You you know what, Cinnamon? I really didn't like that lap
2: dance. Mm-hmm. Uh can I have my money back? Nope. Services
1: rendered. At least give me club credit.
0: The Jaguars think they could get twenty million
1: back from FanDuel. Hey Tony, uh thanks for being with us at the Super Bowl. Can't wait for AEW tomorrow night. Gonna be a good collision. So, anyways, about that mid level employee uh, twenty million dollars from the Jaguars. Also not to be what is what I'm about to do gonna be Stereotypical or is it going to be racist? You guys tell me what I'm about to do. Ooh, let's okay. find out in real time. I'm going to assume that Nick Khan, the father of Tony Khan, is probably friends with this Amit Patel guy. I don't know if what I just said is racist or stereotypical. But he had to have had some access to some stuff that allowed him to do these things. Mm-hmm. Now, the Jaguars. Jaguars. Ah, the Jaguars. Jaguar. Ah, the Jags. Yeah, that one. They say gambling sites have a duty to perform anti money laundering and you have to know your client procedures. And you'll say no. Online records show Patel was a high stakes and high volume daily fantasy player. Not good. Less 20 million. Also, if you lose 20 million of your company's money, did you really lose 20 million? <laughs> Yeah.
2: I didn't. It's, I mean, that's only what, 2% of a billion? He's got multiple billions. Oh, does he? Yeah, you got hustled. I mean, hey, you got hustled. Learn your lesson.
1: This Patel cat doesn't. The accountant
2: needs an accountant.
1: Oh, hey, that's a fact.
2: Yeah. Your accountant needs its uh, personal comptroller. How do you not notice 20 million in that much time? It's not like he did it seventeen dollars at a time over a decade.
1: That was like one year. He's still twenty million? That's a huge it's ESPN <laughs> reporting is they had a under the condition of anonymity, a veteran daily fantasy player saying that they believe that Patel is the quote biggest loser ever on FanDuel. Oh, congratulations. I don't know if that's financial or if that's just as a person, but he's a big old loser. Oh,
2: I was thinking of a different biggest loser. He didn't lose a ton of weight. We're talking about the weight thing. He lost the Con family's money. He was legendarily uh,
1: bad, this insider goes on to say.
2: A. Marie, did you did you uh, compare his picks to yours? How close are you two?
1: Oh, uh, I, I need to go down that list because that would be hilarious. Yeah. You need to pick the opposite of whatever he picks. He keeps taking the Panthers' money line. <laughs> Federal authorities say that Patel lived an extravagant lifestyle while employed with the Jaguars that included chartering private jets, reserving luxury hotels, acquiring multiple vehicles, and purchasing cryptocurrency and country club memberships, spa treatments, and a rich wash that cost a hundred K van.
2: I dude likes a party. I'm not going to fault you, but do it on your own dime. What you do is you steal the money, you take it to a casino, you cash it in for chips. And you only cash out $9,000 at a time.
1: Jeff St. Louis now producing for the program. He'll join us at some point. Oh, so, you promise? Prove, prove it. it. Jeff, you want to be on camera? Prove uh, it. You don't care. Jeff doesn't care about being on
0: camera. I, I really don't. But do I have a camera-ready face? I, I don't think so. You're a
1: good-looking
2: guy. What are you talking about, no, you're Jeff? You're very handsome. Out of know. us three, you're the best-looking one easily. I, I love this show. <laughs> Welcome back, friend.
1: Hey, Marie just went across the glass to eat delicious foods from the shop. I went into this. Yeah. Sh- so what I've been doing, and I have a gift for you, Jeff. I'm going to give it to you at the break. i Been giving out gifts today. Yeah, you are. So give out some gifts. Mr. Patel did not use the Jaguars' BCC to fund his lifestyle, but in a horribly misguided effort to pay back previous gambling losses, said a representative of the Jaguars. Uh, Patel is claiming he has a gambling disorder. You
2: don't. <laughs> Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. I've had one addiction in my life and it was a doozy. And it literally took a life-threatening event. Me getting COVID-19 is is what like stopped my misdealings in life. If I hadn't got super sick off COVID-19, who knows where I would have ended up. I don't know how you kick addiction. But if it's near-death experiences, ooh, don't love that.
2: And, and my bad. It wasn't over the course of a year. It was a course of three and a half years. Mm-hmm. But still, seven milli gone a year. What do you, where do you think that money went? How do you not catch that for three and a half years? Where do you think the money went? Calvin Ridley? Christian Kirk? <laughs> Christian Kirk?
1: My goodness. The Ridley joke's good because of the gambling. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: God, can you, like... Maybe he was enabled by the owner. It's like, boss is hiring Calvin Ridley? I guess it's okay if I do it, too. Where's the company credit card?
1: To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. If you're gonna bet someone else's money, you do take a lot of long shot bets, right? Because if you eventually hit one, yeah, then it's the thing. Yeah, then you're covered. You're covered. Yeah, just slide it right back in there. On a long enough time frame, he'd have been a winner. Bam. Eventually. <laughs> eventually.
2: Yeah. Like the history of the universe, mm-hmm. he would have eventually hit. Or he wouldn't have, because that's how statistics work.
1: Under federal law, FanDuel is an obligation to make sure funds used for sports betting were legally attained. But regulations are much more murkier in daily fantasy. Gambling sites have a duty to perform anti-money laundering and know your client procedures to ensure they do not onboard funds of an illicit origin. In FanDuel's defense,
2: it wasn't laundered. It went straight from the company card. Didn't have to launder it. There are no multiple steps here. It was just stolen, not laundered.
1: Legalizing sports gambling has not been healthy. For everyone.
2: This is the exception, not the rule. This is gonna happen no matter what. This is like saying just because this one guy, we have to eliminate daily fantasy. Just because of this one guy, we gotta eliminate sports gambling. Um please don't eliminate alcohol because of the one guy. Uh please don't eliminate sugar because of the, the one guy. Please don't eliminate thing X. Because of the one random person. This isn't all of us. This is one dude. This is one dude with a problem. And he couldn't stop and ask for help. He just kept going and going and going. And it's the Jags' fault that they didn't catch this. It's the Jags' fault they didn't notice. Well. Like how much does this guy make a year? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, hypothetical question. $500,000. Um, $500,000. $500,000. Is that enough to afford private jets everywhere you go? What tier of Jets? I don't know. Exactly.
1: And, well, hold like, up.
2: better than the New Jersey Jets.
1: Not to be stereotypical. Last name Patel. Like, if all the people surrounding him were like, oh, I just think his family's probably really well off. Yeah. 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 Sure. But also, what you don't, like, that oh, name? I wonder how
2: many hotels they own.
1: Hey, well, that's the thing. They own half of them. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. That's not even a thing. And... The success of that family name, which super exists, yeah. is because they don't live lavishly. They, sure. And they don't pay back people who've helped them. They pay it forward to other families, Patel families, to help them. Right. It's literally the best system. Sure. Also, I too am asking FanDuel for all my losings back. Doing that right now.
2: Was it was your funds obtained illegally? FanDuel. Also, how much is your FanDuel debt? Like
1: thirty seven dollars? I've never played it. Vandal, I want some of the $20 million that you're going to give back. That's because I'm I'm as entitled to it as the Jaguars are.
2: Yeah. We were Jaguars fans two years ago when they had Garner Minshew, so we're starting a class action lawsuit. Fanduel as a Jags fan for one year, we're entitled to how many Jags fans you think there are total? In this country? Call some. It, call, some. It, call it a million. million total. That's generous. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a generous guy. Not as generous as the Jaguars organization, but I'm pretty, pretty generous. A million fans. Um We were a fan for one year, so we get one one millionth of one-third of the losses.
1: I'm in. Cut me a check now. Vegas, baby. <laughs> hey. I don't want people to be saddened, Van. That's not a thing I want. I don't want people to steal. I definitely don't want people to think they can get away with also there's people getting away with it all the time. He didn't come up with this scheme. Somebody gave him this scheme, Van. Sure. There's he had a buddy doing this. There was a buddy out there going, Hey man, you know what you could just do. He's like the just like having a
2: beer at a happy hour, just the um the limit on your card is what? <laughs>
1: All right, now hear me out. That's how it started. There are two NFL coaches that have nearly identical professional records. Okay, Van? Okay. And the perception of these two guys could not be polar opposites. We're going to go into that at length wherever we get back. Jeff St. Louis, welcome to the show. He did thumbs up on radio. Sweet. So that's, that's good for the friends of the show.
2: Yep. At least you described it. Yep.
1: <laughs> Said thumbs up, boys. Forget this audio medium. Double thumbs up. I'm into Jeff St. Louis. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, home of the Super Bowl, the sports animal. Breaking news <clears throat> The NHL has skills competitions too. They're on our TV right now.
2: The audacity, the sheer audacity of whatever the Hockey League is called to do it the same weekend as the NFL.
1: What is going on? We're supposed to go to a Black Knights game on Monday.
2: Whoa, easy. <laughs> it's 2024. Is it Golden Knights? It's so just, just Knights, brother.
1: Am I think did I combine Black Hawks and Golden Knights? That's how little I know about hockey.
2: Sounds like a Tom Waits song. Black Hawks and Golden Knights. Don't
1: you come. <laughs> Don't you come. The skills competition for hockey, Jeff St. Louis joining us on the program, the skills competition is them just racing around in a circle. I have bad news for hockey. Oh, bummer. This is called speed skating, and it already exists. Oh. This is not a skill. This is an actual sport. But they're doing it with sticks. This is so much harder. It's way harder than not having a stick. I don't know if it's harder. Ah. Leverage balance. I would cheat. I would get a smaller stick. Wait, unless you can use the stick to go across the finish line. Like in speed skating,
2: the or actual sport. Right before your buzzer goes off, you snap the stick over your knee and you use it like ski poles.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be <laughs> sick, dude. Hey, Do if it. You, if you gimmick it beforehand so that it'll break real easy over your knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't know why they haven't invented like a kayak style hockey stick yet, because that seems like that would be the way to go.
2: Like for warfare?
1: No, 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 for hockey. Oh, no so way! You, you put a you put a curved blade on both sides, Van. Mmm, like Donatello. I don't. I don't think he had curved <laughs> blades on both sides. Have you ever watched tennis where one of the tennis players is ambidextrous and they never have to use a backhand?
2: You're going to look me right here. You're sitting right across from me. Okay, here we go. You're going to look me straight in the face. I don't want to. Knowing the answer. You're going to ask me if I've watched tennis?
1: <laughs> what? Please tell me. That was rhetorical. You know what tennis looks like. I There, there are ambidextrous tennis. And what they do, Jeff, yeah. forehand from the right, yep. forehand from the left, there you go. forehand from the right, and then this next one's going to be a surprise follow-up to you. Forehand from the left. Wow. No backhands. All forehands, no backhands. Isn't that unfair advantage? To be ambidextrous, it's, it's a disadvantage to all the normies out there. Mm. That's
0: what I'm saying.
1: All forehands, no backhands is going to be in the front of a New York Jets shirt next season. That's how they're going to get inspired.
2: I'm like diet ambidextrous. You are? I'm like the Kirtland signature of ambidextrous. Do you have a good forehand? Like I'm right dominant, but I'm also ambidextrous.
1: All right, so breaking news: one of the Houston Oilers of hockey, mm. ju- not Houston, one of the the Edmonton, the I Edmonton believe. Oilers of hockey. When speak skating, he accidentally hit an orange cone with his knee, and I believe that full on eliminates him from the competition. Oh, just from the competition? I don't know. Oh, okay. It
2: might be a Squid Squid Games. Yeah, they're gonna eliminate him <laughs> off of Earth.
1: Here's where the NHL is messing up with this thing. Okay. So they're doing the all-star game right now, or the skills challenge. Mm-hmm. And all these guys are wearing helmets with masks on them. If you want to market this thing correctly, take the helmets off. Take the helmets off these guys. Put their faces on here. <clears throat> oh, as they say that, they show some guys on the bench. Yeah, without, without helmets. I think they have to have their helmet on when they're speed skating. Oh, when they're in the mix? Yeah. For insurance purposes. The NHL is the worst at marketing. Gary Bettman's an idiot. You know how bad they are at marketing? I don't even know what channel
2: I do is I don't is know on. who Gary Bettman is. <laughs>
1: That's the guy that runs
2: it. Are we going to interview him during the Super Bowl? He, I promise you he'd be available. Tell me ahead of time.
1: All right. Again, I'm not trying to sound stereotypical or kind of racist.
2: But you're about to. I'm about to. Yeah, you are. Okay. Because you had the
1: same thought I did. The sideline interviewer at the NHL Skills Challenge is cold. He's of the culture. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And Connor McDavid, who's the only hockey player I know, and I know that's him right there. Oh. He obviously won the Skills Challenge because the whole thing's a setup. But why would ESPN send the one black sideline reporter... To do the hockey. The other guy wasn't available? Duke, UNC are playing this weekend. <laughs> the start of college basketball is this weekend in Chapel Hill. Go th- go to that.
2: This cannot be as good as the Chance the Rapper Saturday Night Live skit.
1: I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And that's very funny. Mm-hmm.
2: It's going to be the exact same thing. He looks cold. Yeah, all these other guys. I'll say it. Yeah, white guys. Yeah, are completely natural in their element, and the sideline side ice reporter, good one, is kind of like he's got his elbows tucked in and he's leaning over a <laughs> That's little bit, real. trying to conserve body heat.
1: Why didn't he have gloves on? <laughs> also, ESPN, you got the budget. Under armor. Send Apollo Ono out there. If these guys are gonna be do speed skating, send out someone who actually knows to ask sideline questions.
2: I'll never know the answer to this, but send the person who does it now.
1: Yeah. Current ONO. Cause name one more.
2: Creed. Exactly. Ono. <laughs> exactly.
1: Here it is. If you call up Brian Boitano right now, that was now. the only one I thought of. <laughs> Brian Boitano. <laughs> he's not a speed skater.
2: <laughs> Classic,
0: gym. he's an ice just dancer. Skater. Also,
2: is that the next event? Ice dancing. Oh, it should be. Is Connor McDavid going to do a triple lutz?
0: That would be cool.
1: That would be cool, but they're not. That you know of. If you send Scott Hamilton out there, I'm like, yeah, Scott Hamilton. Ask away. You didn't know I had that one. Is it Scott Hamilton? It doesn't sound correct. I think it's Scott is Hamilton. Is it Scott Hamilton? I don't
0: know. Let me Google this. What one.
1: is
2: a different name?
1: Guys, I feel like I know my famed Olympic gold medalist in the in ice skating.
0: <laughs> he does it for a living.
1: I got yeah, you. thank
2: you. Uh, okay. Yeah, same guy I was thinking of. Scott didn't sound right when you said it out loud.
1: Nathan Chen is the current guy. That tracks because of Apollo Ono. Again, a little a little stereotypical. I just got there. A little racist. How? He's the only one you can name. I know Brian Boitano for certain, and I know Scott Hamilton for certain. And I know I know the girls, like yeah. the ones that hit each other in the knees. Sure, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, Scott
2: Hamilton, Brian Boitano, and one of the best names of all time in ice anything. Yeah. Dick Button. I'm
1: not familiar with that. You
2: don't really. know yeah. Dick
0: Button? No. No. Not familiar with Yeah, him.
2: he was uh one of the earliest American figure skaters and a commentator when Brian Boitano and Scott Hamilton were doing their thing, Dick Button was talking about it.
1: I don't know any of these people. Yep. Dorothy Hamill, I would have got. Why didn't anybody mention Tanya Harding?
2: Oh, we were getting there.
1: Yeah, that's that's yeah, the we're, closer. We're
2: working up that's yeah. the closer.
1: Yeah, we have a formula
0: here.
2: Yep. I'll just skip. Since you said that, I'll just skip to Christy
1: Yamaguchi. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
0: Oh, my knee.
1: God, I would hate to be famous for the wrong reason.
2: As an Astros fan and uh, Patriots apologist, man, I I get, I really get Tanya Harding. It just makes sense to me.
1: If you're going to bang someone on the knee... Thank you for saying on the knee. With a wrench? Or what was it, a pipe or a crowbar? What was I it? I think it
0: was a pipe.
1: And a le- did you watch that 30 for 30 where they're like, she went hard. Like, she lived a hard life. I'm like, no one that ice skates lives a hard life.
2: Yeah, it's a, an expensive sport.
1: Do you know what ice time costs? Tara Lipinski is the other one I was trying to come up oh, with. Oh, you couldn't conjure that one?
2: Nope. Ooh. That's a good one.
0: Bonus prize for somebody that can remember Tanya Harding's first husband that sold their honeymoon tape. Now, what do you mean their honeymoon tape? What is that? Like Whoa. a thing they sent? Thank you, you cards that? with? Not yeah. not Joey Buttafuoco? No. I, I believe, if memory serves me correct, Jeff Galuli. Oh, yeah. All right. Terry
1: Lipinski just had a kid. Also, Terry Lipinski is a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman now.
0: That's nice. Yeah,
1: I'm That's, tapped out. That's it for me on ice skating. Yep. The athletes who become really good at ice skating are out there. I was getting my I was getting lined up today because we're going to the Super
0: Bowl next week. No, Jeff, same. Oh, I know you guys are so lucky.
1: Well, I mean, it's a lot of work or whatever. I mean, luck's interpretive. You know,
0: call in a day, come meet us. <laughs> Out there on the – you guys get to go to Reporter's Row where you get that that great view that's literally priceless. And, and I think somebody said, like, the cheapest tickets to this thing were, like, in the 7K range. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like bump, bump that up yeah, bump two that grand. Out. That's not right. It, well, there you go. And it's like, geez, Louise, what great seats you guys are going to have. Even though you are working, and I know you guys work hard on, during this event, But it's still, it's great to be there because this is historical. It's great
1: for everyone else because they get to be there with us. Oh, there you go. They're doing it for you people. Sports that don't matter whenever we get back. What do you mean, you people? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Listeners. (laughs) Were you you pretending this was the House of Strauss for a second?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is our cue to go there.
1: (laughs) Just like, listen, I have to filter a lot of calls over there. A lot. Two in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I'm getting lined up today. Got to go to the Super Bowl. So they have on the TVs at the shop. And I'm this guy at the shop, Jeff. I'm I'm just the guy that talks the whole time. Like, it takes you forever to cut my beard because I have joke after joke. <laughs> It's a capture audience. Where are they going to go, man? They're stuck in the chair. They could leave.
0: Walk outside. Well, they probably like somebody entertaining them instead of it being the other way around for a change.
1: I don't know a single barber who's funnier than me. Not one.
2: Uh, Rondé. He's funny.
1: Tiki. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at the shop. We is me. I'm getting lined up. Yeah. From the live chat friend of the show ronaldo asking us about apollo Ono. yes very familiar with apollo mm-hmm. we mentioned him first he led the way now jeff i see the phone's ringing please yes. be aware of the do not solicit list there <laughs> because when we have a guest producer yes a handful of weirdos try to get through they yeah are
0: always trying everything aren't they
1: so
2: there's a bunch of names on the wall I bunch of names and if it sounds like a super fake name
1: it's one of yeah. them yeah also if you just don't want to take it
0: yeah
1: i'll be sad that you didn't give a friend
0: of the show the opportunity well, let's let's just look and see. All right, good luck. If they're compelling.
1: <laughs> good idea. <laughs> so, Van. Jeff's a good judge of character. <coughs> I agree. He'll know. Also, I'm just going to put my finger on the drop button. So, they're watching at the shop, Van, a thing called ESPN 8. Have you seen this? The Ocho. The Ocho. Yeah. So, there's a game, I guess. Okay. A competition. I don't know what verbiage to use, where people are trying to climb up soapy stairs. Love it. Okay,
2: I love it. It's one of my favorite ones. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, very much so. And then there's yeah, they just hose it down with a bunch of Dawn and then spray it, and it's it's wild.
1: That's what this was. Yeah. And these people, as they're trying to get up the stairs, they yeah. would just eat it.
2: There's ouch. a lot of there's a lot of sad pelicans covered in oil. Jeff, but I, they wasted all that Dawn on ouch. the staircase.
1: Jeff, I noticed you let that caller go.
0: I, I didn't think that you had any problems with your automotive warranty, so... Just oh, read. that's good radio. You would be incorrect. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. hold on. Let me see if I can get them back. Hey, call back. Yeah, call back.
1: Big thank you to Three Brothers Auto Glass yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you see what they did to my car? I
2: did, did see the before and after pictures.
1: Fix my windshield.
0: Oh, I got to do that, too.
1: Do you need my friend Chris?
0: Oh, absolutely. I'll set you up.
1: So... He fixes my windshield, and then he puts on the social media where he did my headlights. Yeah. My car looks like it's brand new now. I had old, scruffy headlights. Now I have I told you. I told you months ago. You were so
2: jealous when I got my new truck. And bit. I'm like, Fred, if you like clean your headlights, take your frigging headlights to Chris, and he'll make your truck look newer than I, mine. I'm
0: sure it was more than just cleaning those headlights, because yeah. I've seen the... Some of these headlights are falling apart here. The the headlights on my car, he used power
1: tools. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. sweet. So they're doing this thing where they have to climb up the stairs, man. They're soapy stairs. <laughs> and these people just keep wiping out, right? They just keep eating it. Right. But it's like a super serious competition for some reason. And then it jumps over to, like, Extreme Pogo or something. I am not impressed by... You being an athlete...
2: The if, pogo tricks are wild, though. That's not, a cool one, too. They're not
1: unwild. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. just saying, you can't just call everything a competition. No one is trying to be good at slippery dawn-soap stairs. Yet. Like, I watch... Nexus I, games,
0: maybe.
2: I watch tournaments for Rubik's Cubes, and I got really into it one time. I even watched, like, a, a documentary series on Rubik's Cubes, people. Yeah. It is so interesting. I am into this weird niche stuff like I'll never be again like I mm-hmm. got I got my lifetime's dose of Rubik's cube stuff but it's amazing like the the friggin ping pong soccer ping pong soccer sepa right. hack, hacky sack right ball on the curve table that is so much fun to watch they That have, is so wildly interesting they have
0: cup stacking competitions
1: no one is trying to be good at that don't put it on tv Now, that one's cool, too. The once. You know what I could win?
2: You don't get into it and then just, like, continue your interest throughout your life. It's not like woodworking. You don't, don't like, you do the thing once. You're like, oh, I stack
1: cups. (laughs) I could easily win. Hi. That might be a cool bartender trick. Delaware. Delaware. (laughs) I could easily win the ESPN The Ocho Papa Shot game. Like, if they put Papa Shot out there, I would win it.
2: Well, it depends on which size Papa Shot. Because, like, the standard one you see, like, bars and stuff, I'd you're win six that and a half foot tall. Yeah. You just reach it. You correct. just reach over and set the balls yeah, in. I,
1: pop a shot.
2: I have to take shots. You just set it in. Yeah.
1: It's unfair. And forget it. Ha. Nice. That's two days in a row. So, <laughs> so going up, <laughs> Dawn covered stairs. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Hey, 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 Jeff. Yeah. Hey, Van. Yeah. What's brown and sticky?
2: Not going there. Yeah, I'm not even I already about. said dick button last segment.
1: What's brown and sticky? Uh, a stick. <laughs> it's two men on, ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. to
0: death. You can see me flex, for now I'm no stranger. I make it
1: really like this <laughs> one. What if we ended every segment with, like, a really bad dad joke? Like, how would you feel about that? Uh, I'd be super into it. Let's do that for the rest of the show. I'm in. That brown and sticky joke is very good. Man, next dad joke's on you, okay? I got you. Jeff? Yes, sir. You're excluded, but... Right, today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of Dad Jokes, okay? Okay. So do I... We're still doing the bit. Now, do I rattle off
2: my good ones on the way to break, or I... do I save them for the Varsity? Hey,
1: hey, what would Senior do? Today's the I-9 Varsity, we'll do that at 6.30. Okay.
0: The
1: I-9 Varsity of Dad Jokes. stress a me and Jeff, do you think I'd be a good dad? Oh, hell yeah. Me and Van together, do you think we'd be good dads?
0: You guys would be great parents just by virtue of all the fun stuff you do I all like the that. time.
1: I like that answer. Uh, um, important follow-up
2: question. Yeah. I'm already a dad. Are you referring to me and you? Together. Being no together fair, as, fair. as well. Oh, okay. Was I think you? us forming like Dad Voltron would be like the best dad ever.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: We're both pretty handy, which I don't think a lot of people know about. Yeah. We're both, like, incredibly dudes. You wouldn't guess no.
2: by my appearance Mm-mm. or attire Nuh-uh. or demeanor, but I'm like a man. <laughs> like, I got, like, power tools. Same. I know how
0: to use all of them. Uh-huh. I know how to work with, like, wood and metal. I just love anytime you bump into Van and you say, what are you doing, Van? And he says... Here, let me show you. And he whips out his phone. <laughs> see, I just built this cabinet right you here. Look at the that. finish yeah. on there. I love, finish. I
2: love showing off my new exploits. I, just, I, learned, I learned how to work with adobe the last two weeks. Like it, it, real traditional good at New Photoshop. Mexican adobe.
1: I'm super good at Photoshop.
2: I'm talking about the mud mixture. Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah,
0: he can make mud pies.
1: Yeah, mm, what's hey, hot. What's sticky and brown? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a test? It's a stick. Guys, Next. The joke is the stick. Ba-dum-bum. All right, I got some numbers for you. Okay. I got two coaches here, Van. Okay. One of them is 178 and 113 and two. The other one is 172, 109 for their careers. Okay. okay. So that's a 611 percent, excuse me, that's a 611 win percentage for the first one and a 612 win percentage for the second one. That's okay? super close. Right. In the postseason, one of them is 11-11. and 11, That's 500, easy math. The other one is 12-10, and 10, which is just a shade above. I think that's 550 or 545. So one is just that much better in the postseason. The other one is just that much better in the regular season. And one of them is considered the best coach to be coaching. And the other one is considered... The worst coach to ever coach that is currently coaching.
2: I've never been more excited because I have no frame of reference or idea at all whatsoever whom you're referring to. Do you want to venture
1: a guess into who these two coaches are?
2: Okay. Um, One of them is Mike McDaniel. Okay. One of
1: them is Dan Quinn. None of that is correct. Okay. One is John Harbaugh. Ooh. And one is Mike McCarthy.
2: And this is only regular season wins.
1: No, and postseason. So Mike Mike McCarthy in the regular season, 178, 113, and 2. John Harbaugh, 172, and 109. In the postseason, Harbaugh is 12 and 10. And Mike McCarthy is 11 and 11. And there is just wildly different opinions of these two guys.
2: Each has a Super Bowl. Yep. I know Harbaugh has two.
1: Uh, Harbaugh, so when he had Joe Flacco... No, he's just got one. He's just got one. Yeah. And McCarthy hey. had prime Aaron Rodgers.
2: Yeah. Prime Flacco, easy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of these guys won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco, and the other one can't make their teams winners. But they're the exact same. When you look looking at the numbers, Van, why are people so opinionated both ways on these guys? I, th- I feel, I feel. That Dallas lost to the 2023 Green Bay Packers in the wild card so that they suck.
2: Well, I mean, that's definitely a recency bias. Yeah. And then John Harbaugh took theirs to the AFC championship very recently.
1: And lost to the defending Super Bowl champions. Correct. There, like, yeah, boy, hey, Fred. Yep. Do you have a
2: favorite time of day? Oh, I don't. Hey, Jeff, do you have a favorite time of day? No, sir. I do.
1: What time is that?
2: It's 6.30, hands down.
1: There you go. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.